Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Adorn Podcast. This is episode 55, and um, we got a fun episode for you guys today. We just finished our series on Genesis, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, go on back. It's about how many episodes did we do, Case? I think it's like 10 or 13, maybe. 10 or 13 episodes. 10 or 13. Not 11 or 12, but 10 (laughs) or 13. Um, So go ahead and go back and listen to that if you'd like, and then um, we're going to have some fun question and answers and an awesome announcement today. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. Let's start with the announcement. First of all, let's mention the elephant. <gasps> No, that sounds bad. If Are I you call calling you an Katie elephant an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. That's not what Thanks. I meant. I meant there's someone oh else in our room with us today recording. <laughs> I'm not the weird, awkward thing in the room. <laughs> that needs to be like awkwardly, carefully mentioned. <laughs> yeah, it made sense in my head, but now I realize I just called you an elephant. I'm sorry. Um, Anyways, Katie is with us. Um, Katie has been on our show before. She did our episode on worship. Um, Do you know what number that was? No, I should have looked it up. No, okay. Oh, 18. I think think because I just found my notes while I was scrambling for other notes. Oh, there you go. Okay. I think Um, 18. Yeah. So this is our very dear friend, Katie Cobbs, and she's going to be with us because we have a fun announcement with her today. And we brought her on to do our question and answers that'll be this episode as well as the next episode yes um katie just give us a quick little refresher about you so people kind of know the context of you and who you are yeah so katie cobbs um it's been almost a year since i released um my first ep so that's exciting that's coming up um I th- I'm probably the only one excited about it being the one year anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> That's fun. I <laughs> but like it's a big deal to me. Um, and yeah, I am a worship leader um, at our home church at the Fellowship Round Rock and um, married to Bruce. We have three kids, Hallie, Mason, and Stella. Um, yes. That's you in a That's nutshell. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. If you want to know more about her personally, mm-hmm. you can go back to her episode because we get all sorts of fun facts and things yes. like that about her. Yes. So, Casey, why don't you start off our announcement? No, not dun dun dun. Like dun 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 dun. Boo. Okay, sounds more game show. Erin would use game show music. Okay, so speaking of one year anniversaries, we just passed ours, and we didn't even celebrate it or anything. We just passed a year. Yes, we just passed a year for our podcast. Well, thanks, guys. If you've been here from the very beginning, thanks for hanging out. If you haven't, thanks for joining in. Mm -hmm. And uh, go back and listen to some old episodes, Mm because in the beginning... Our recording was a little rough. You we can laugh record. at us, but it's good content. Yeah, the content, content. content's on point. But, I mean, we used to record at Casey's house, and she had a puppy at the time, so we'd have to stop, like, every few seconds because the puppy would bark. And Yeah, yeah it was rough. Now we're in this nice room at the church. There but So um, a year ago, we started the Adorn podcast, and our heart behind it has always been to um, help women grow in biblical literacy and just kind of ignite in them a desire to to grow deeper in God's word and um, learn more about who he is. And um, so we started that a year ago, and it was good, and it still is good, yeah. and we love it. And um, fast forward a few months, and Aaron and Katie 
started something, if you want to tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So um, one day at VBS, actually, God just like put this idea in my mind of like, hey, look at how this VBS is really cool. You get a lot of kids from the community and it's a really great way to reach people. And and God put it on my heart. He's like, you know, one of your very best friends is this incredibly gifted worship leader. And you like to talk about me all the time. This is God talking God. to my head, <laughs> not herself. <laughs> not myself. <laughs> um, and so he just kind of put this idea in my heart, like what, what would it look like if you kind of try to get into the community um, with worship and with teaching and just trying to reach women that maybe would never step inside of a church? Um, and so I came to this idea came to Katie with this idea. I'm like, Hey, I have an idea, which she's always like, Oh gosh, where are we going to go here? Cause I got a lot of crazy ideas. Um, so I kind of came to Katie with this idea and then you want to pick up from there? Yeah. So, um, obviously I was all for it. I just, um, I've always wanted to just use my gift of music just in any way that the Lord, um, would allow. And, um, so I was excited and on board and we launched our first, Sip and Saver. So their Sip and Saver events is what we call them. And um, it's just teaching and worship in the community. And they they all look a little different. Um, but our very first one, um, we had no expectation. We were hoping that maybe just a few women would show up. And we had right over 50 women mm-hmm. show up. And it was just, it was amazing. And it was confirmation that, yes, this is what the Lord wants us to do. And then we had a second Sip and Saver at Christmas um, at Lone Oak Barn in Round Rock, just a beautiful venue. And we had vendors and we had worship and teaching and it was amazing. And, um, we had almost 3000 women interested, um, mm-hmm. in coming to the event just on Facebook. And then, um, but they had a max occupancy of like two fifties. So we're like, Oh my goodness, <laughs> like, what, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? So we ended up having, you know, mm-hmm. to have people reserve tickets, they were free, but, and so we, um, sold out of our, tickets sold yeah, out or like they were gone within like hours? less than 24 hours yeah, it, was it was nuts and so it was just more confirmation that like this is exactly what the lord wants us to do um but then aaron being tied to sip and saver and then aaron being tied to the podcast casey one day we were on the way home from somewhere jonathan and i were and we were all three kind of talking back and forth um about this conference the proclaimed truth conference that we did a recap on um a couple of months ago, we were all talking about going to this conference together. And Jonathan says, you know, y'all should just really join forces and just make this one ministry. And I just kind of looked at him. He was so matter of fact about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, what? And he was like, yeah, why not just make it one thing together? And I was like, I don't know what you mean. And he said, I'll write out a business plan and we'll get together and talk. (laughs) It was was so cute. Okay. So he literally sat us down in my living room with all of our children running around screaming with a whiteboard. The kid's whiteboard. A little kid's whiteboard. A little easel. It was so great. It was awesome. (laughs) And um, explained to us kind of his thoughts on how, what this ministry could look like and how if we came together as one thing um, that we could be much stronger. Mm -hmm. And we liked it and said, okay. And so we are now a part of Adorned Ministries. Mm -hmm. And we still have the podcast, obviously, and we are still doing Sip and Saver events. But our hope is to continue to grow this ministry. We're hoping this summer um, to launch a blog. We have resources on the website. And um, our kind of mission is to engage, equip, and encourage women in their walk with the Lord and to just grow in their knowledge of the Bible. And like Katie said, I mean... We love the local church, and this is not um, in any means supposed to be a replacement for being involved in your local church, but we hope 
to create um, a place where you can bring people that might not want to go to a church either because they've had a bad experience or maybe they're just uncomfortable. They can come in the community and um, hear about God and who he is. And hopefully that'll spark a desire in them to get involved in a local church community. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, the Lord has just continued to bless um, what we're doing and has just given us affirmation after affirmation that this is what we're supposed to be doing. And it has been a lot of fun so far. Lots of work, but lots of fun. So they always make fun of me because I'm always like, guys, this is so fun. Like (laughs) after every event, I mean, we've been asked to speak at a couple different events like mops and retreats and stuff. And every time we do it, when we leave, we're like, I'm like, oh, guys, this is so fun. She gets so giddy. I love it. (laughs) It's just so cool. Like it's such God's kindness Mm -hmm. that, you know, we get to do this. We were already friends and now we get to just run on mission in a whole nother way. And it's really cool. And we've had a lot of fun, like teaming up with other women in the community um, through our events, like having them as vendors and sponsors Mm -hmm. and different things. And it's, it's been really cool because usually um, just me personally, because of probably because of my Enneagram type, but like when I feel like I have an idea, I hold it so tightly. Like mm-hmm. I got to do it this way. I got to make it perfect. I got to do it my way. And I feel like from the beginning, God has very much been like, keep this open handed from the podcast being Jonathan's idea and you bringing it to me and then the sip and say everything. Like it's just been very much God saying like, let me do with this what I want to mm-hmm. do with this. And so I think all of us have been really conscious of letting the Lord take it where he wants to. And it's been really, really fun to watch. And we have another voice behind us. I was just about to bring her yes, up too. <laughs> Katie, you can talk about Haley a little bit. Okay. Um, so Haley is the fourth person on our team and she's behind the scenes, which is where her heart is. She doesn't like to be up front, but she just has such a servant's heart and she um, has years of experience in HR and she's just good at handling the stuff that the three of us not. in this room don't really know how to handle like legal stuff <laughs> legal. and make sure I, we don't go to dealing jail. with the IRS <laughs> and figuring out all the statuses of, you know, filing for everything. I just, we're so thankful for yes. her in so, yes. so many ways. She's so encouraging and, um, just we're so thankful to she's have a her. voice of wisdom for sure yes. yes. and that was, that was another crazy god thing mm-hmm. because she didn't mm-hmm. live here no nope. like she moved down here not for yeah. this but it happened last june to be for here. this mm-hmm. let's say yeah. Yeah. yeah god is good for sure so um check out our facebook page adorn ministries um we're on instagram our website is adornministries.com um and yeah like aaron said we've really enjoyed partnering with other women and so if you have any ideas feel free to throw them at us mm-hmm. if you want to partner with us in any way um yeah just contact us and let us know because we're excited to see where god's going to take this new ministry mm-hmm. yeah all right, so should we shift into some Q&A questions? We should, we should. All right, let's start with this one. This, um, All of these questions were submitted from listeners, which is really fun. So we'll start with the first one. It says, do you think that it is important that we have historical accuracy and proof of the Bible? Yes. I think we would all vote yes. <laughs> yes. I think we would all vote yes. Maybe we can break it down a little bit. Anybody want to start that one? Um, well, I actually, I always think about Taylor mm-hmm. whenever I think about this mm-hmm. now, and you can talk about that a little bit more, but there's also a Vody Bauckham, um, sermon that we will link in the resources and he does a much better job of explaining why this is important. Yeah. Um, but Aaron, if you want to talk a little bit about Taylor's story. Yeah. So, um, Taylor, I think we've mentioned on this before, but if you're haven't listened to one of those episodes, my husband, Taylor, he was not raised in the church or anything like that. He was, um, not a believer when we started dating and God really just grabbed a hold of his heart through 
historical accuracy and through um, logic. And, and he read the book um, Case for Creator and Case for Christ. And those are both books where the author had set out to kind of prove that the Bible was wrong and that there was no God. And then in doing so, he just was convinced of the truth because of things like historical accuracy and just logic and th- those type of things. And um, so I think you know, the Lord can grab hold of our hearts in many different ways. Um, I think each one of us story is a little bit different or testimony. And, and so I think one of the ways that the Lord can do that is through saying like, Hey, look at, here's some proof almost, you know, until that Uh faith part follows. Um, so I think, I think that's one reason it's, it's really important. And I think also as, as far as like kind of along those same lines, as far as evangelism, which is a lot about what the Bodhi Bauckham sermon is about. Um, like it's, it's a very kind of God to give us that accuracy. So we can then use that kind of in our tool belt of sharing, you know, about God. Um, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. I would say for me personally, like obviously I, well, and obviously, but I came, um, to know the Lord just through faith, just childlike faith. You know, I, um, was saved, I guess when I was younger, but then it wasn't until years and years later that, um, had a lot of questions, you know, questioning a lot what's in the Bible. Some of it didn't make sense to me. And I just, and so having historical proof, like actual proof and accuracies helped my faith. Yeah. 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 I heard recently, I can't remember if I mentioned this on here or not, but that, um, R.C. Sproul had said that Luke, the author, Mm -hmm. Luke of, um, Luke and of Acts, he has been shown to be one of the most like historically accurate authors of anything like compared to, if you look at any other things that, you know, documents from that Mm -hmm. time, he's like, on it every time and so I, I thought that was really cool that is like cool and that kind of stuff fun fact for you fun fact <laughs> we like our fun facts we do okay um, I'm gonna skip around a little bit describe a scene from a secular TV show or movie that has caused you to think more deeply about God rejoice in him or taught you something about him this was such a fun question I don't remember question. who wrote this Whit- one my friend Whitney wrote okay. this thanks I was Whitney like, she's yes. so creative she asks the best questions such a great question do you have an answer yes. for that one Katie um, so I kind of thought about, I can't think of the documentary name, but it's about the Scientology. Oh, Clarity. Was it called Clarity? Clarity. No. Uh, what, what's the, it's not Clarity, but they have to like hit a level of, and it's I thought word. it was Clarity. Is it Clarity? It might be Clarity. But the docu- doc- documentary on, um, Scientology, while we were watching that, I did the whole time, like, I was just like, Lord, like, how can people, one, believe this stuff? Yeah. And then two, I'm like, Lord, just make it go away. <laughs> like yeah. you have the power to just make it yeah. go away. And, um, it just made me like, I didn't, you know, I feel like sometimes we just live in our bubble Yes. and you just forget that there are so many lost people. Yeah. And just yeah. watching that, mm-hmm. I was just broken hearted for these people who believe in this crazy yeah. stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, so it really just gave me perspective. And then also just reminded me, like, I need to be praying for people like this like mm-hmm. ask God to just tear down Scientology and let it not exist anymore because I know he has the power to do that yes yeah. he does. that was a crazy documentary did you watch no it? oh it's crazy. I haven't even heard of this I'm gonna have to watch it yeah, I love documentaries crazy. yeah yeah it's crazy so this was a really fun one and I thought about it for a long time. Jonathan got home from work and he was like, what are you doing? I was sitting there with like my hands in my, my he- head in my hands and he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm thinking. I thought about it for a long time and Cadence happened to be in there when I was talking about it. And, um, her first answer, I thought it'd be fun to sh- share some of their answers. Her first answer was actually Chronicles of Narnia, oh, yeah, yeah. which Good. I think is cool because I told her, I said, well, that's not technically secular because Lewis wrote it with the thought of like it being an allegory yeah, yeah. um about Jesus 
but she's a kid and yeah. she picks up on yeah, that, you know, cool. regardless. So I thought that was cool. And then she said the Lion King, which I thought was cool too, oh. because, um, you know, God is a lion and, uh-huh. and we see that all throughout the Bible. And so she, she thought about that. So I thought that was really neat. Jonathan said, sweet home, Alabama. <laughs> I love that movie. That's <laughs> which one is my favorite movies. One of my favorites. Um, Why did he, he say said, that? He said he always thinks about just how like majestic God is with the lightning striking the sand oh. and turning it into the pretty yeah, glass. glass. He was like, I don't know if it could really do that, but I, know, I, I always mean, wonder that. I'm like, yeah, and I meant to kind of look it up before, but he was like, that just makes me think of you know how cool God oh, is. That's cool. I was like, that's good. And then there's me who's thinking of movies like Wild America with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mountain Dew. Every time and I like, hear Mountain Dew. Jonathan said, when, after I said that, he said, Homeward Bound, anything that has like a lot of nature. Mm-hmm. And once again, you just see the majesty of God's creation. Um, that always makes me kind of marvel and just mm. think about how God, how big God is and how cool he is to create all those different mm. animals. And, um, you know, we love to spend time in Colorado. So anything anything in the mountains makes me think of, yeah. of who mm. God is. So another movie I thought about was Wild, but I'm not giving a plug for that because it's it's a pretty rough movie to watch. The one with Re- another Reese Witherspoon movie. It's all about Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> the one with Reese Witherspoon about the Pacific. Crest I remember hearing that but I never um, watched it yeah it was but you see just the beauty and majesty mm-hmm. of God so mm-hmm. yeah I took this question a completely different you route did you yeah. <laughs> I love it though that just shows mine is not as positive <laughs> <different>. <laughs> we all took it in a different way which we is kind of cool yeah. yeah it's really cool so Casey and Katie can attest to this but I don't like to watch anything scary or sad or dramatic or and I- y'all she says One Tree Hill is scary so this tells <laughs> you <laughs> stop watching one tree hill which i'm like <laughs> it gave me nightmares <laughs> guys i'm just so innocent and pure and that's mm-hmm. why <laughs> um but anyway so I, I i i was trying to think of you know why i don't like to watch anything bad or scary and i and i don't know if this is the root of it but i think a lot of it is that it, it like katie was saying it reminds us of like the brokenness of mm-hmm. the world and how desperate we are um in need for god and you know just reminds us to praise God that we are saved from a lot of that. And, um, but then the things I thought of were like, I've recently started watching the good place, which is Susan was just talking about that last night. My sister, you haven't watched it. And Jen Wilkin has talked about okay, it. Too, I know. So I'm like, okay. It's, it's really funny. And the reason that was the first thing that came to mind is because it's about, you know, like heaven, heaven. Yeah. And but the good place, the good place and the bad, they call it the bad place, but <laughs> not that it's accurate. Like that's not why it makes me, think of God or marvel on God or anything like that. But it makes you think about things that you maybe wouldn't because mm-hmm. like the good place is good to the people who are there. And then there's different good places. So it's very, it's thought provoking about what we think about heaven and what we think about what God's going to be like in heaven. And so, um, I, that was the first thing that, that came to mind. Um, also PS, I love you. <laughs> I don't know why I think because I just like to see like how much he loved her mm-hmm. that he went, through all of this stuff that even when he wasn't there anymore, he still wanted to be there for oh, her. Yeah. Kind of like God does for us, right? Like he's constantly pursuing mm-hmm. us. And even though he might not feel there, like he's with us currently, presently, he's still behind the scenes, like working all these mm-hmm. things together. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Let's go for a hard one. People are quick to say God is so good when their prayers are answered in the way they had hoped. What does it look like for God to be good if you don't ever get the miracle you prayed for, 
even if you remain barren forever or if your marriage doesn't get better or your child strays and doesn't return, if a nice, neat, pretty bow never gets tied on your suffering, if you watch your child get sick and die, if you never see the good. So that's kind of a long question. Basically, what, what they're asking is, what can you say to someone who doesn't get, you know, the, the rain, gold at the end of the rainbow, right? right? right. What do you say to someone mm-hmm. who doesn't see the end of their suffering? Yeah, so I talked about this a lot uh, back on episode 14. That's pretty much what the whole episode was about, was about how God's a good father. Um, so I definitely would say check out that episode because it's going to go a little more in, in depth into my thoughts about that. But um, I'll reiterate some of what I talked about in that episode. But I think it's important as we talk about God as being good that we realize it's not just about something he does, but it's about who he is. Mm-hmm. And we I noticed on last episode we quoted Spurgeon like five times. Whoops. So <laughs> I think it's because I was using my Spurgeon Bible a lot. Probably. Because I mean so we love good old Charles Spurgeon. But he says in his commentary on Psalm 46, he says, God is good not because he causes things that seem or feel good to happen in our lives, but because in the midst of the storm, God comes closer to us than the storm could ever be. And I know I've definitely felt this closeness from God during some of my hardest times. But lately, um, I've also been asking the question, and I can't dismiss the times that we don't feel that closeness mm-hmm. of God. Kind of like Aaron was just saying, like sometimes we don't that we don't just don't feel like God's super close. And um, so to me, this is when the rubber really meets the road. And when being so solidly grounded in truth and in the Bible is, is um, so important and it's vital. And there have actually been times recently that I have said to, to Aaron and Katie, and they can tell you this, I've said, I know who God is and I know that the Bible is true. Um, but I'm having a really hard time resting in that because my feelings just are mm-hmm. telling me different. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's in those times when I lean into verses like Romans eight twenty eight that says, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Um, so right there it is in, in the Bible, it says all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So, just resting in that truth that even the hard things, even the sad things, if we don't see the good on this side of earth, we mm-hmm. just have to rest in the fact that it's true. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It is so hard, but we just have to rest in that. Um, and so that's really all I can. I mean, I don't. It's hard. I struggle. Yeah, I yeah. struggle so much with this. In the last few months, we've had some just it seemed to be one thing after another, just some kind of hard things happen. And there have been times when I don't feel God's closeness, Mm -hmm. but I have been so immersed in his word that I know um, what the truth is and I know who God is and I have to just sit and rest in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think too, a couple things that might be helpful is like community during those times. Absolutely. Um, And we have a couple episodes on that as well, but um, I don't remember the numbers of them or I would tell you, but I think community can be really helpful. And Katie was just talking about this. And I think this is a really good example of, you know, like when you feel like, like in those moments where you don't feel like God is close and you don't want to open your Bible, like having somebody still be Mm -hmm. able to read your Bible to you Mm -hmm. or to speak that over you or to pray over you, I Mm -hmm. think will be helpful because like you're saying, sometimes we have to say things a million times before we actually accept it as Mm -hmm. truth and are able to rest in it. So sometimes that means community having to come beside you. And then this is something for me personally that I've been having to learn is like, for me, I think subconsciously, like 
when it comes to suffering, a lot of times I convince myself I don't deserve it. Like I shouldn't have to go through this. I'm, yeah. I I didn't do anything to deserve this. And, and, and that's the kind of mindset that I have. Like, even if it's the back in my mind and I know that's not true, like that feeling kind of bubbles up, like this isn't fair, you know? And I think when we look to Jesus, we see, you know, it says that he in, endured tempting of every kind and he suffered. And so the fact that I think I don't deserve mm-hmm. it, sometimes I just need that reminder and that, you know, the, the Bible says like when trials come, when they come, not yeah. if they come, they and that come. we're all going to face different degrees and different types of suffering. But just, I think having that awareness that we're going to face it sets you off in a better step from a place. Instead of being like, everything's going to be great for me right. because I love God. And so I'm never going to go through any type of suffering. Like mm-hmm. that's not biblically true. Mm-hmm. So just knowing, not like from a doom and gloom standpoint of like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen at any moment? I'm going to walk through suffering, but just being aware that like, you know, suffering will come in differing mm-hmm. degrees. And so when it comes, you're not kind of like knocked off your rocker. You're like, okay, let's do this. Let's be reminded mm-hmm. of truths. Let's immerse ourselves and um, that's kind of been helpful to me. Just expect it. I don't know a better way to say it than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, what about you, Katie? Um, <clears throat> this blog post circula- circulated around social media. I don't know if it's been a couple months, but um, Leslie Schmucker is the blog, the blogger. Um, and the title was um, Stop Saying That God Is Good. And of course, I'm like, oh, that grabbed my attention. <laughs> so, of course, I was like, what? That's bait and marketing. Yeah. <laughs> But basically it was, um, the, the main point was, um, you know, in all the good times and all the fun, exciting, I got a promotion or, you know, there's this or that, oh, good, God is good. And, um, and then in the hard times, it's like, oh, well, I'm sorry, I'll be praying for you. It's like, but God is still good. Like, and that was her point. Like, don't just say God is good in the good times. Like we need to be saying that God is still good, even in the hurt and the suffering. And Mm -hmm. part of her, um, her post said this, the goodness of God is difficult to see in the midst of trials, but oh, I could fill a volume with instances of good of his goodness after trials in my own life um, were through. I have lost a child. I have had cancer. I am living through the heartache of a prodigal. Not once, even before I knew God, have I ever received anything less than goodness from him. That is why I experience inexpressible joy in Christ. It is why my faith does not waver, nor does my trust in his good intentions for my life. It is all um, it is the all sufficiency of Christ obtained at the cross that leads me to, to see my, sorry, that leads me to see that my light and momentary afflictions are preparing me for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. Mm-hmm. And that was second Corinthians four seventeen that last part. Um, and I just want to read second Corinthians, um, four 16 and 17 or through 18. It says, therefore we do not lose heart through outwardly, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And um, it just reminds me of it's my favorite little thing to sing. I sing it to my kids every single night, but turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. Um, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. And I just, I love that because I mean, this world is not about us. Like nothing, nothing, none of this is about us. It's about God and glorifying him and, um, through the suffering and through the pain and through the good days, like just fix your eyes on him so that the world that, that we see and we are distracted by and that we're influenced by will grow dim so that we can just see Jesus and his mm. glory and his grace. It's mm. so. good. It's good. good. It reminds me of, is this a quote or is this a Bible verse? Oh, this could be a test. The, the oh, says, um, <laughs> and if not, he is still good. 
know what I'm talking about? That's Matt Chandler. Is it? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I don't know. I think it might actually. I don't know. Like, I don't know oh, if I'm going to Google it. Me. Scripture or a quote. I know. Now it's, it's a song. Me. And it, or, oh, it's a song? I think it's. And if not. I don't know. Okay, she found it. Okay, it's from <laughs> Daniel. It's from Daniel. Um, and it's when he's saying, you know, God will save me. But even if not, he is still good. Oh, that's good. And yeah. I, I feel like that's that's a good place to kind of ground yourself. Like I am expectantly asking God to bring me out of the suffering. But if not, he is still good. Daniel is a great place to go if mm-hmm. you're walking through and you want to know about God's goodness. Like mm-hmm. and you're walking through some trials. Daniel is the first seven chapters of Daniel. The second seven get a little wonky. Still good. I mean, still Bible. <laughs> but first seven chapters are really good about um, this kind of thing. So. This is where we're going to end. Yeah. I think it's a good place to stop for today. Yes. Come back next week for some more question and answers. Let's give you a teaser. We're going to talk about if God ranks sin and we're going to talk about our favorite podcast so far Mm -hmm. and some more stuff about kids and lots of fun stuff. So come back next week. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and most importantly, share with a friend. Beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cobbs.